Alrighty, folks. I'm back from hiatus. So, my last podcast, we talked about how I went almost full blown Karen. Okay, I really didn't. I was like, a, a, I was like a, a a height adverse person, Karen. Is that the nice way of saying midget nowadays? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me if I'm a. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just too toxically masculine for myself and stuck in the '80s. So I guess I'll get sued for this. Who knows? I mean, it's it's a podcast, right? First Amendment still applies. For those who've been watching, the Supreme Court has made a maddening amount of rulings in the last two, three weeks. So everyone's looking at Roe versus Wade, the New York State uh, 2A ruling, which I find very interesting, both of them. I'm not going to comment much on them, except for the fact that I've been speaking with a lawyer on Instagram, just, you know, having open discussions about what we think about, you know, a lot of stuff. And this guy's a public defendant. He's got his law degree. You know, he's having open, honest discussion, which is great. We're not of the same religious views. We don't agree with everything the forefathers may have meant in the Constitution amendments. There's a lot of stuff we don't agree on. But the open conversations, it's amazing because you can have judges saying, oh, I'm a constitutionalist. And then you have judges who are saying, oh, I'm a framer. And this, you know, this is what the framing meant based on that time. It was just interesting. You know, it's nice to have open discourse with people who are willing to discuss and willing to help you learn. Even pointing away a few good books to learn, to learn more legalese and whatnot. Since I love reading, I'm going to do that. So after the full-blown Karen, where have I been? Well, folks, I was on vacation. I literally took my first vacation as a family. Like, not like my sister was here from New York and we took vacation to spend time. I literally got on a plane and went to see my in-laws and my family directly. So, just to keep it simple, my mother-in-law is sick and I wanted her to see the kids. Sometimes the best thing you can do is give someone a, a, a big hug in their heart. And it worked. It was fantastic. You see, my family was fantastic. I got a good recharge. I didn't really think about work the whole week. I, I, it crept in my mind. So I was like, I hope my team doesn't bomb while I'm gone because... It affects my pockets directly, right? But it was it was very nice to go home. And uh, like I said, I, I went full-blown Karen because I've been getting tickets. So let's finish that one up real quick. And then we'll get to the main message today. Basically, they were saying I had, an, I had a ticket that was canceled. But I basically paid twice and Frontier canceled the second one. Now, that was something I figured out. And the guy helped with you this is in the podcast where I said I went, I went Karen last week's podcast, well, two weeks ago now, but basically it was fixed with good customer service, so you you, you got to pay for good customer service, man, it's, if you're using Zendesk or something, just be careful, you know, make sure you're using people get, if you got to pay one person and write it off somehow in your taxes, get you at least one person that's really just involved in your customer service, man, it, it was frustrating having to speak to so many people via text chats and emails and calls for nothing, and then one guy fixed it in like 20 minutes between the supervisor and the agent. So that was that was ridiculous, but shout out to RJ, he helps in front in uh in Frontier. Actually no Priceline, I'm sorry, it's Priceline.com. So I had a good trip. Here's something I learned. You get what you pay for. I flew to the cheapest airlines. We paid for snacks, and yes, I did pay for snacks. You know I had some money. You know why? I wanted to have a real vacation with my family. My kids wanted some chips, we got some chips. They wanted juice, we got juice. First thing I got off the plane after my rental car? was pizza from the Bronx in New York. And I think they charge about double what it's worth because according to my father, he pays $3.50 for a white slice. I paid $6. But folks, I never go on vacation. I brown bag it. I count my pennies. I unplug my microwave at night. You know, this one vacation cost me a hefty sum, but because I waited about a week longer than I normally would have, I saved about $72 there. Now, one airline flight, surprisingly, Spirit charged me the, 
sit with my family. Frontier just put us all on the same four seats because two of them were minors. So that was that was really nice. And I'm gonna pay for that. So, like I said, it's uh, it was very nice. So here's what I learned from my trip home, and we'll see how it plays out as I do this one off the top of my head. I don't miss New York at all. There's nothing left there for me. Home for me is Florida now. We're going to come back and break that down. All right, folks. We were talking about how I went full-blown Karen and addressed the fact that it was related to the trip I just took. So the first mini lesson before we talk about why Florida's not home for me is I want you to stand. You do need a vacation. I spoke to my coach and asked for an update on Wednesday, and he wasn't even on my team. He's actually on the benefit side of what I do now, not the sales side. But we were a great rapport both on Telegram, so I wanted to, you know, want to get the skinny from him because I think it would be different. And then, of course, as soon as I got back today, I got more skinny. Well, as soon as I got back Monday, I just said I worked from home Monday, I got more skinny. And then today we had some more skinny. So, you know, there's change coming, but I think it's going to be good change. I'm pretty sure. You know, it's, I like to lean towards the positive and plan for the negative. So, you know, do the same, folks. Plan for whatever you can plan for. You know, move accordingly. I don't even know I was going with this, honestly. I'm not even going to bother going back and forth, but... You know, so it's, um... I don't even know what I was trying to say, folks. My brain's so scattered today, but... Okay, so yeah, we were talking about being unplugged. So, like I said, being unplugged this... I was basically gone from Monday. I was off. I worked... Okay, let's go backwards. The Saturday before our Father's Day, when I left, I worked a 10 and a half hour shift. We 11 hours, and I take a half hour lunch. And we used to be 12, so it's an hour shorter, which is nice, right? So that long, long Saturday. Which can be very productive. I get a lot of my pre-planned coaching for the next week ready. I do a lot of my deep diving if I find that there's uh, 20 calls coming from one line of business or an agent with shenanigans. That's when I dig in usually. Wednesday nights when I close and Saturday nights when I'm there for like so long. But the disconnect was great, man. It's, it's I, I thought about the podcast. I thought all the money I was spending how grateful I was to have money in my pocket for once. I lived hand to mouth for years here. It feels like it's just, it feel like uh, not necessarily all of the first year, not this last year, but man, the four years in the middle were trying at times. And having some money to, you know, let my wife see her family and see my family and be blessed to get a rental car that was bigger for only $2 more a day was a blessing. I, I probably got, you know, $600 worth of rental for like 400 So that's a 33% saving right there, right? So that was pretty sweet. Or 25 maybe 50%, I guess. I don't know. You do the math for me. So all of this was pretty cool. Like I said, it's it was a good time. Had my favorite meal I haven't had in six years. Maybe actually no, I haven't had it. Shoot, I might have had that meal once in the last ten years, and I don't even know if we had it for Christmas before I left New York because I didn't have it for my birthday that year in 2015. So I might have had it like once in 2016. I didn't have it from 2012 to 2016 either. So that's a lot of time there, and I might have had it once in 2012. And I was actually able to put some in my suitcase safely and have some more the next two days. Because I made up for lost time. But, you know, I, I, I put a lot of money out of my pocket for this vacation. And it was worth it. Because I got to connect with my extended family on both sides. You know, mine and my in-laws. We got to, you know, have the pizza we were missing. And just really just relax. You know, slept late a couple days. My parents watched the kids while I was snoring upstairs in my room that I grew up in. Crazy how, how big that room seemed when I was nine. And now at 42 almost, I was like, man, this room is tiny. It's, it's such a different life now. It's, it's just amazing how, you know, I grew up in a house with three bathrooms. Now I live in a one-bedroom with a den, a sunroom, and one bathroom. 
but there's still four people in my where I live, just like there was before. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be blessed. So, folks, you got to disconnect. First thing, you need to disconnect. Second thing, realize where you're blessed. It, it's going to do so much. We're going to talk about it in my gratitude podcast. I got to finish that one. It has been partially recorded. I haven't finished that one. Another one. So you're going to get three this week. Maybe two, and I'll save one from Sunday. But it was great because I got to spend time with family whose birthdays came, family who had lost family. Like we said, I talked about my aunt who just passed, and I was going to connect with her family, which was nice, especially her son, who I'm very close to and very fond of. Because you can be close to someone who can't stand him, folks, right? Somebody, you know, my, my son drives me nuts. He's a nerd. You got people like that, right? So whatever. You got to disconnect, I said, right? You got to be grateful. You got to be grateful. It's just there's nothing is going to substitute what gratitude can do in your life. You know, I was so grateful to have money to buy the tickets. Now, I still bought them on a credit card. I'm going to give you another lesson there. The reason I bought everything on a credit card was, A, I got cash back. I probably saved about 50, 60 bucks, I think. Maybe I got to see what ends up being this week when I get the, the when I look at my bill because I haven't looked in a few days, but I already paid back like, I think, uh, oh, let me see. I paid back about 60% of my expenses already, if not 70 and the month, you know, the end of month it isn't over, so it's not going to affect my credit report. It's another thing you can learn from. You want to pay your credit off by the time the report ends. So if it's the 23rd, you want to zero balance by that day to have your, you know, less effect the next month. But I used the credit card, right? Got my cash back, 1% here. I got a new credit card, got some miles. And I did, uh, I applied for two in the same day. Or the same, like, 48-hour window, actually. So the one I didn't get is not going to hit my credit card because I have one approval and one denial. So I saved some some potential to see what I could qualify for to get more money off my flight. So I got to call Priceline because I might get another $100 off refunded on top of that, which would be pretty awesome. So I got another potential to get cash back, right? Like I said, you got to be gratitude. You got to get the cash back. Here's why I did it too. When you buy through your credit card, you get protection. So when I got my car rental, they were like, oh, do you want to buy insurance? Like, nope, because you know my credit card insures that. Now on top of my Geico. So there was no point in paying for something I already had once, if not twice, right? You want to be smart. So that was all, you know, all said and done. Boom, boom, boom. Good, good, good. Let's have those things. Use my credit card for the protection. Use my credit card for the cash back. So I was protected. But also, use your debit card. You don't get the same protections from the bank. You really don't, folks. So it all worked out, right? But like I said, let's talk about the biggest lesson I had. So my number one lesson, folks... Which I guess you can kind of tie back into gratitude, but I realized I went back home and the streets just looked a mess. And I was talking to my wife, we were driving around in our Toyota RAV4 2022 in Burgundy, which I really, really liked and had amazing mileage. And no Toyota's not paying for this, but I my, that would be my third Toyota if I bought one. But uh, I realized, folks, is that, you know, there were all these scooters that people ran. They were living in piles on the floor. And it, it was just, it just, it didn't strike me as home anymore. And I realized that for better or for worse, whatever my job is, my rent's going through the roof. But my home is in Florida now. Now, I didn't move out here really thinking I'd go back. Now, when I left my other job, I left the proper way because you should always leave good, right? But I've also done a podcast on burning bridges. I've also written an article, a blog on my changeinadvance.com where you could burn bridges and move faster. That's also the title of the podcast on Change Advance Podcast here on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts and so forth. Shameless plugs, shameless plugs. But I realized that I left. It was the best decision I've made in seven years, probably. Leaving New York for Florida while taking a massive risk was amazing. I'm home, folks. I literally just parked my car, but I'm home. And home is where the heart is. So, you know, if 
if Roe versus Wade or the 2A or the, the thing about the, you know, the no-knock raids and how the feds can come in your house if you're 100 miles from the coast or the myriad other rulings that came out in the last two weeks, and I think there's about six more SCOTUS is set to deliver in the next week or two, probably this week. I think they go on vacation, vacation or leave, whatever they call it. You know, they close for a while. Plus some other court rulings that are happening here in Florida by the Supreme Court of Florida, Supreme Court of New York. There's a lot of stuff happening legally. And if you hate it, move. Just leave. Seriously, get the hell out. Stress can kill you. If you hate where you're at, leave. I came to hate my old job. I came to hate my, hate my union position. I loved my apartment and its beautiful wood floors and arched doorways and my wife and my family. And that was it. Every day sucked getting up when I was still in New York until my son was born. Then everything changed, of course, because there's nothing like being a father. For all you deadbeats out there, yeah, I'm calling you out, man. Pay your child support. Raise your kids. Look at the statistics, man. A home with a father intact, we can literally change the world. If not your city, state, county, whatever. Be a man. So let's put that you aside, but... If you're not happy, you know, I remember when Trump became president, I'll leave America if he wins. They didn't leave. 2021. I'll leave America. 2020, whatever. I'll leave America if he wins. One of these guys, one of these bands, he just renounced his citizenship because of Roe versus Wade. It's not Weezer. I don't know. Some big band. I don't know. Some band from when I was a kid, I think. But I'm like, bro, no one cares. Either do it or don't. Like, talk is cheap. You know, I, I put my money where my mouth was, folks. Literally. I left New York and haven't turned back. This is my first trip back. And it's only because there was... I need to see family because you do what's right. I have no desire to go back, move back, be back. I mean, even the pizza, it was nice, but... I mean, actually, the pizza was pretty darn good, but... You know, it's home is where the heart is. You have to be happy where you're at. So, if you hate your state, leave it. Now, if you're in New York and you vote extremely blue and you hate some of the parts of New York and you move to Florida and you try to change it blue, you're just bringing your problem with you. So don't be ignorant. Be where you're, you know, move where you're inclined to be, where you're aligned with. I love Florida's taxes and gun laws. And at one point, the rent was cheaper until now. But, you know, here's the thing. My rent's going to go through the roof. So now I got to put my sales through the roof. I might have to leave my job. I might have to move. But what I know I will do. Start marketing my book and my podcast better. What I will do is make sure my resume is sharper. What I will do is make sure I lose some weight. So the fact I can run and chase the money. Yeah, I'm a little tubbier than I need to be. So got to iron that too. But folks, you know, take a stock of where you're at. You know, look around. Do I hate my apartment? Get a new one. Do I hate my job? Get a new one. Do I hate where I live? Move. There's 50 states and a couple of territories. Hell, go to Guam. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's a commonwealth. It's not a state. It's not a country. Tell me a job like, oh, my country. It's not a country. You're a commonwealth. I'm just being a nitpicker now because somebody told me I wasn't a real Puerto Rican once. At my job because I was born in New York when I was in college and I was the president of the Latin American Association. I heard the same mess. And you know what's interesting, folks? In taking a stock of everything, I've left that behind too. I just bring it up because I think it's interesting in my personal history, but I don't look at myself based on race anymore. And it all ties in. So for me, I'm a God-fearing, American-loving, gun-toting, Christian, American male who still opens the door for women, holds the door for women, pulls out the chair for women, 
says please and thank you yes sir yes ma'am I get up every day I read my Bible a little bit here and there I thank God for what I have and I keep it moving so if that makes me a toxically masculine person I embrace it if the fact that I want to fire my boss and have a couple streams of income that are not dependent on my boss or my job or economic conditions I embrace it if I left New York and said, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, I embrace it, because I did. I had three or four different addresses in New York. I had a couple of places I paid rent or chipped in on rent. I had nice apartments, the old school with flooring. You could not get any more. I'm paying a fortune for it. 16 years married almost, 16 years already with my wife, two kids. Like I said, what you're going to learn anything, folks, pay with your credit card, embrace where you're at, and if you hate where you're at, change it. Unplug every now and then, folks. Only time I looked at my phone, I looked a little bit, I'm not going to lie, for my, my social media more just to see the politics side stuff. And some really funny videos occasionally with cats. Yeah, I like those. And that smudge cat memes. Oh, man, I can look at those for hours. But I spent a lot of time just being with my family. And it was nice. I spent a lot of time just sleeping. And it was nice. So to tie into one of my other podcasts, be ready to walk away, are you? Walk away. Set a fire. Burn a bridge. Be the you you want to be, not the you you say you want to be. Be who you can be. Is that the, that was the army slogan? What was it? it? Was a be all you can be. Join the army. Were they rappers? Sound like rap rhymes. You tell me. But we went off tangents here today. But I'm rusty. I've done this in about ten days. And you get more value for your buck. I think honestly, what I offer you is just a. A real American schnook telling you how he really feels and what I'm really doing and how it really works. And where it's failed. I failed a bunch of times, folks. I miscalculated, ran out my credit cards, you know, I got my credit score back above a 650. Oh, Tony goes to 850 or 750. You know what? Forget you, guy. I know what it goes to. For me, I need small leaps on that. I'm still playing with it. I don't come from generational wealth. Most of you who listen to this don't. But my goal is to get my sons ready by giving them wealth, but more important, giving them a mindset. So one day when they're older listeners, they realize, man, daddy had a lot of reasons. He was doing a lot of stuff he did. He wasn't just a mean old man. He had a purpose to his thoughts and his actions. So I can add one last tangent, folks. Move with purpose. Move with purpose. You know, go somewhere to eat where they give you a service or tomorrow you eat for free. Cut your meal costs in half. When you make a move, make it right. Robert Kiyosaki, when he was working at Xerox in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he talked like he bought a Porsche at one point. His co-workers thought he was wilding. Like, oh, he might be number one in sales. But he doesn't make that kind of money. The more he was building his dreams of having property that was producing income, dreams that were, you know, just going to keep coming back and forth. And in, in perpetuity, he had income. Once he got to that point, he was forced to make more sales. So the better he got at building his dream, the more he got sales. So for him, his success in one led to success in the other. And he kept driving. So now he was like, man, the checks I'm making from this job aren't even, aren't even my income streams. These are not even my recurring income streams. This is extra money. And you know, I'm working hard to build my dreams. I'm going to buy a Porsche. That's what I've always wanted. And when they said he was crazy for doing it, he did it. His worth right now, I think, is about 150 to 200 million. I could be wrong. Here's an interesting last bit before I get out of here. He's predicting we're heading into a depression, not a recession. Do your own homework, folks. Tony at changeinadvance.com. Changeinadvance.com is the blog. There's still value there from the last 10 years. You can buy t-shirts on there. And I think there's some links to get gold that I probably wouldn't even get an affiliate commission from. Make your moves. 
On Instagram, I'm Pedagogy of the Fresh. P-A-D-A-G-O-G-Y of the Fresh Like Prince. Who slaps Chris Rock? I'm out of here, folks. I got chores to do. My kids might be awake, so if they can, I'm going to hug them and uh, play with them for like five minutes before I put them back to bed. I'm out of here. Peace.